Welcome to Healthy Dad, Wealthy Life. Wealthy Life, the ultimate channel destination for dads striving for more. So grab your gym clothes, golf clubs, financial plan, and dad jokes as we embark on our journey to better our health, build our wealth, and grow as fathers. Here are your hosts, AJ and Corey. We're live. We're rolling. We're rolling. <laughs> Talk to me. Oh. I haven't talked to you in a couple of days. Tell me how your life's been. All right. I'm just going to jump right in. Jump right in. All right. Dad life stuff. Is that what we're going with? Yeah. All right. Um, not a lot happened on the kid front this week, besides regular basketball practice, but I did want to share something. Um, so for our challenge that we're doing for February. Mm-hmm. 29 days. What's Can you repeat what the... Uh, Write, write a note for your kid every day. Yeah. So I follow uh, a couple guys online, and what they've done is they send a text or like a letter or some type of something to somebody they're grateful for every day for like the whole year. So I'm going to try to do it. I'm actually keeping track right back there on that. I'm on day three, or today is day four. Still got to send it today. It's weird. What? I haven't got a letter yet. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I said to people that I'm actually grateful for. <laughs> so, obviously, you'll probably get one at some point. But Hopefully I was, it's not over the whole 240 po- days in. The whole point of this, it's not. I'm not doing it in any particular order here. I did start off with a very, very difficult one. I didn't take a layup, which would have been, you know, you or somebody else. Um, it was a difficult thing for me. I'm not an emotional guy. You're still stuck on you, right? I'm trying to think of who you would have done it for a difficult one. Yeah, so... Uh, it's not mom or dad. No, it's I'm not, not going to name names. Um, it was a... Uh, it was a football coach. No, it was not a football coach. Um, <laughs> it was an ex... I know who exactly who it was. An ex? Is it, it J.A.? Let's clarify that it no, was no. not was an it ex. A J, was it J.A.? Yes. See, I knew it. Yeah, ah! people that Got know him. this are going to know yeah. now. Thanks. Okay. Anyways, that was a uh, not an ex. It's a man. Yeah. Yeah. So I did send out a long, detailed, kind of emotional message that is very rare for me. Extremely rare. Good deal. I like that. Anybody, you. you can Rolling. ask. You can ask Sandy. Like I do not show emotion or get into that side, but I felt like it was something that needed to be done on yeah. my side, and uh, so. Did you write it, or did you ask ChatGP to write it no, for you? No, this was this was out of uh, this was out of raw emotion. It was a good one. Good deal. So uh, it was good. I'll be wait, looking in the mail every day. Yeah, <laughs> just wait. It was a text. It was a text. It's I don't a long want, detailed. I don't want to text. text. I want to. Did he respond? Of course. Oh, I was hoping he ghosted you. No. <laughs> That'd be funny. No, no, we had a good discussion. So good. It's good. I'm happy for That's you. That's my one big update, but. Anyways, my point was, I'm trying to do that every day. Today's day four, I believe. I've done three. Um, you know all of them. And I'm not going to guess anymore. No, yeah. not a Listen, now I feel like if you don't get one, it's probably coming in the next. I mean, you don't even know 365 I people, don't. So. I was thinking about that. I'm going to keep going as long as I can. Yeah. Um, but anyways, Good deal. That's, that's my update. Anything going on with the kids this week besides just normal sports? Mm, what do we got tonight? Tonight's uh, Eagle Night or whatever. They're getting introduced at halftime, I think. Awesome. We'll be there. Yeah, I'll be there as well. 
again with same shoes I wore last podcast. Purple and gold kicks. I'm probably going to wear my purple and gold LeBrons. LeBron James. Born and raised. 65 bucks I paid for those bad boys. Wow. Yeah. Discount. That's right. That's it. What do you got? Nothing much. Uh, it was a pretty quiet week. I had yeah. donuts with dad this morning. Oh, at school. Miss Zion? Yeah, it was a blast. I missed that. It was different this year because used to they used to just like send that one class, yeah. one class down, maybe yep. a, a couple preschool classes down in the basement had donuts and you left. Mm-hmm. Um, played a couple games or something. Today was two hours. We had donuts, played in the gym, wow. we colored, we rode tricycles outside. Tricycles? Yeah, we did. did not have that. I know. We patch. dunked a lot of basketballs. We She did while I held her up. Played with uh, Kyle's daughter. Oh. They had a blast. I heard the name Raina, which is Kyle's daughter, uh, 370 times today. Raina, Raina, Raina. <laughs> I'm like, relax. Oh, the yeah, She's like, Dad, can we, can we hang out with Raina? I'm like, yeah, cool. Yeah, absolutely, Dad. Yeah. She had a blast. It was a good time. Um, Coles just killing the game. Oh. I do have one other update now that we mentioned this. Miles listened to this podcast. We found out he wasn't paying for his classes. <laughs> that would be an update. So Sandy goes, yeah, you kind of blew that one. I go, yeah, I forgot about that. What did he say? No, I got to know what he said to you. I don't even know what he said to me. He's told, he told Sandy. <laughs> yeah. So That's the greatest thing ever. That kind of made me mad. but No, I mean, it's your fault. It is. I was trying to just. Did he what, tell Hayden? That's a good question. See, if I would have been him, I'd be like, listen, Dad. Simon, here's it? the deal. I gave you 100, Hayden gave you 100, okay? I know what you're doing. You're going to give me an extra 20, you pay Hayden back the 80, we're going to call it even. Yeah. He probably didn't do that. He didn't wasn't wise enough of it yet. No. He'll learn. Oh, I do have one other thing real quick. Uh, part of this, so sometimes I run a little hot, you know, with the kids. You know, you used to have an Army drill instructor mm-hmm. here. But Miles, so he has my old, I bought like a 75 hard, 64-ounce jug. Yeah. I did not complete 75 hard, but I thought it'd be cool to have one while I was doing the I challenge you've be- ever done before I failed. I w- yeah, I did. I was on like day 30-something last year before I got sick. Anyways, moving past that. So he's taking this now. He's like, hey, I want to hydrate more. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. You can use this jug. Anyways, we're going to move past that. So he's using this jug. We filled up out of our refrigerator. It's got the filtered water, whatever. He's got it pressed up against the side of the refrigerator not looking, just like talking like I am to you. He's like, oh, yeah, it's filling up with water. The water was not going in the jug at all. This is at 6.55 in the morning. Couldn't he hear that it was hitting the ground or something? Don't know. I walked in from the gym. I'm already coming in with a pre-workout after a workout, you know, so I'm feeling, you know, a lot of energy. Next thing I know, I look on the ground. I mean, a puddles of water everywhere, (laughs) underneath the fridge, underneath the cabinet. Sandy's like, I don't know what we're going to do, but we got to go. I go, oh, okay. <laughs> so uh, she just left. She just left. Miles goes with her. So it was just me and the fridge pulled out at 6.55, cleaning water up. That's nah, not a big deal. It's just water. Yeah, but it's, I have hardwood, actual wood, so not you, good. You better get it up fast. Yeah. Just put some towels down. Call it a day. I was a little heated. <sighs> Things happen. She's like, what's the big deal? Can't cry like, spilled milk. Why don't you pull out the fridge? Or spilled water. All right. What's your dad joke of the day? Dad jokes. I got quite a few. I, got, I got four. I got four as well. Let's do it. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if we should keep repping, like, hitting these. Hard. I got, okay, let's just do it. Yeah. Should we go back and forth? 
Yeah, let's do that. That's right. a good idea. See if you can make me laugh. All right. And then um, you have to rate it zero to ten. <laughs> I'm trying to read what I wrote, if I'm being honest with you. Why don't you start so I can decipher? Okay, so one of mine is not appropriate for children. Oh, just to let you know. I have one that's not as probably I feel like yours is gonna be more inappropriate. Yeah, mine's not G rated. Okay. I'm All gonna right. start with a good one though. All right, let's go. What did one butt cheek say to the other? I've heard this before. We can stop this shit together. <laughs> that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And see, that's that's like a funny joke, though. The dad jokes are supposed to be like... That's a dad joke. Eh. That you could say poop instead of shit. Are mountains funny? No, they're hilarious. That's so bad. Get it? Hilar- no, I hilarious? It. It hilarious? Not good. <laughs> Come on, dude. That had a lot of likes on Reddit. Why does a duck have a tail? I don't know. To cover its butt quack. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Where are you getting these at? Don't worry about it. Freaking Reddit's failing me right now. All right. (laughs) This is my slightly inappropriate one because I got a rebound after the first one. (laughs) This is so bad. What do you call a cheap circumcision? A ripoff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a pretty good one. <laughs> oh, I feel so bad. Uh, uh, you've heard the other one about circumcision. How do you how do you circumcise a redneck? See, I'm kick not, his sister in the chin. This is I'm not going down there. <laughs> okay, it's uh, my turn again. Up, Patient told me this this morning. So right. sp- Why didn't the pepper like archery? Why didn't the pepper like? Some of the salt. Because he didn't have an arrow. <laughs> See, that's worse than all everyone I've ever that's said. That's so good. Nah. Get a habanero. Guys, need some feedback. That was terrible. All right, you ready for this? Yeah. What do you call imaginary people from Sweden? Artificial sweeteners. <laughs> you, these are dad jokes. Yeah, that's the it. point. This is not a dad joke. All right. But I read this this morning. It was, I couldn't stop laughing. It's not appropriate. Oh, all right. Miles, close your ears. Why can't Kim Kardashian play pool? Because she won't play with white balls. Oh, (laughs) so inappropriate. (laughs) This is not a healthy podcast. That's funny. Yeah, that's. That was a good one. That's one. I'm crying right now. All right, uh, next. I got one more. Okay. Um, ugh, this is extra daddy. Dad. Yeah, I did like joke. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. All right. Where do you take someone who's been injured in a peekaboo incident? The ICU. Okay, I like that one. You really, uh, you you have to deliver better though. Like, I can't. I see you. Yeah, I could have done that with the uh, uh, hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious. You hilarious. Yeah. You, you get the point. I got All it. Right. But you're deli- you need to funny on jokes. Your, you gotta work on your delivery. All right, moving on. Talking about health first, wealth first. Wealth and we're making record time. I like it. I like it. All Rip right. it. All right. So it's not a I have kind of two wealth topics. Um number one, I'm gonna start with something simple that I did personally, so I I'm doing all these or I'm listening to maybe a client or somebody that comes in. That's kind of where I'm getting a lot of these ideas. But so first topic, um, 
I know previously on the on the other podcast we talked about like self auditing, but I always do a budget and kind of look where I'm spending my money. Not on a daily basis. I'm realistic about it. I look at it every few weeks or once a month. And if you notice over there, I saw I, that I put subscriptions and I went through all the dumb stuff that I don't need that I'm spending money on. Not like, not like, um, yeah, Spencer T. Owens on there. That's not the one I laughed at. Uh, anyways, um, how often do you tweet? not splurging? What? How often do you tweet on Twitter or X? Uh, I don't know. I t- you pay for a blue check mark on that. I did, yeah. Well, we're going to discuss that in a minute. <laughs> Anyways, so I, I did a self-audit. I went through all these things that I don't actually need. I'm not talking about splurging. I'm just talking about stuff I'm already paying for. I'm like, do I actually utilize this? Yes or no? Yeah. Those are the ones I decided not. So I actually saved, so far, $337 a month or $4,000 a year. On Did you write down what? Is it those? Yeah. You're not getting rid of ESPN Plus. Yeah, I don't you I don't ever watch ESPN Plus ever. It's $109 a year. I can tell you right now without but you, looking at it. But you watch UFC fights. You have I to order have it. it through I thought I ordered it through Amazon. No. Somehow I got it through Amazon. I don't know. Oh, I know so. what it is. I have ESPN Plus for I think for free through Verizon if I take advantage something okay. some What what about golf? That's golf. just your Spencer membership. That's just my membership that I use 3 months of the year. You, we just talked about the Carbon Fitness app, and now you're deleting it. Yeah. You know why? I tried to scan a freaking another thing of food, and it didn't work, and I got pissed. Dude, I never have that problem with my fitness pal. I have like two months left on my fitness pal, so I was like, all right. I'm not, I was like, hey, I'm fully committed to Carbon. All right. Nothing I scan is going in there. I'm not manually entering these every time. It's not happening. I'm not doing it. Okay. Just I need convenience. So I canceled. That was nine ninety nine. Keep going. What do we got? The Whoop canceled the Whoop. I can't see the top. 30 bucks a month. You canceled Spotify? How are you going to listen to our podcast? There's what you call <laughs> Spotify free. It just has ads. <laughs> okay, I hardly you got rid ever listen to it. Twitter Blue. Let's talk about that real quick. This is a good wealth you one. You gave up eating out. Yeah, that's a big one. There's that's no not a subscription. You do that, though. Well, let me. We had Chick fil A today. That's true. We're getting brick house tomorrow. That I'm talking about first off, I'm talking about during my work week I work work okay, week I've fair. got a bad habit like lunch. of not preparing my meals and ordering brick house. Okay, fair. So I've made a decision I'm gonna start definitely gonna cut back. Like usually at like all my old jobs before I became independent, um, I would eat out on Fridays. That was like my thing. Yeah. I feel like that's a normal thing to I like do. That. So that's basically what I'm trying to do. I'm excluding weekends because we eat out with the kids and the family. I, like that, that's fine. And Correct. we don't play. This is our what third time playing simulator golf on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Ever. So that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But so I did the math on how much I spend per meal times per week. There you go. And I've prepped all my food this week. I even have extra. I actually didn't take food here. Today. Good. What else is on there? I think that Twitter was- blue. So in my industry, that just means you're verified. You have a check mark, yeah. like you're a real person. You're a real financial advisor. It's in the advisor community. It looks good. And people get clients from there. It's just kind of like a thing. And I was like, dude, what am I doing this for? Is this to pre- it's to impress other people is what it's for. And I was Correct. like, I'm not doing this. So I like that. 4K. Um, moving on. Well, do your own budget. Yeah, I like that. 
go through. You can look. I mean, there's. Uh, you can look on your phone and see all the subscriptions that you have oh, on through, your phone alone Apple. through yeah, Apple, which is nice. Um, but I mean, all you have to do is look at your bank account. It'll show you. Go through three months, and you'll see the reoccurring charges, and say, "Hey, am I using this? Am I not using this?" Yeah. Eliminate. And I'm not saying I'm not going to get back on Spotify, but there's a free version. I yeah. don't use it that much, dude. I, it's in my office. I can't have ads oh, playing. Yeah, so yeah I, I don't. And then the Whoop, I just rebought. <laughs> it's expensive. I know, but I, I do find value in it. And I I stopped using it because I I I had a good grasp of what I was doing, because once you get in a routine of things, and you you're tracking it, you kind of know what you can and can't do. Um, I just kind of wanted to watch my sleep a little bit more, check my, just check my stats a little bit better. And I, I bought a year subscription. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um, here's my thought with the whoop. I love it. I love the sleep data. I love the recovery. Mm-hmm. I would love to wear an Apple watch and a whoop. And I just can't bring myself I to wear that. both. And I have to have time with like what I do and like I, with kids and my calendar. No, I get that. That is the only thing that I can't, if they put a clock on that sucker, I'm in. That'd be nice. Just a, just a clock would be nice. Literally. But I, I want time. it I want it just because I'm trying to compete a little bit right now with, with powerlifting, and I want to track to see, like, how my recovery is looking after a heavy day and just to see how my body's responding to this because I kind of want to give it a year of, like, really grinding to see how high I can get these numbers, and I feel like if I'm tracking my recovery a little bit better, I might do a little bit better. That's probably the best. I've also read about the, the ring. Yeah, I think Aura or something. Aura, yeah. Yeah, I'm not wearing a ring, though. All right, last one. This is a little bit uh, of a glimpse of the, some of the things that I do personally. So I was like, you know what? Um, I'm going to check out my retirement plan, my personal one. And uh, I was like, all right, what am I on pace to save? How much am I projected to have when I retire? When am I going to retire? That type of stuff. So I started to run through numbers. These are not my numbers. But I was just thinking, like, so in our industry, there's what's called the 4% rule. So if you have, you know, $3 million, I wrote down here, basically saying you could take out $120,000 a year to live on for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. That's not, for anybody that's a financial buff out there, that's not exactly what the 4% rule is, but I'm just trying to yeah. get people to understand what I'm talking about here. So that's saying you could basically live on $120,000 the rest of your life or 30 years is kind of what the study is based on, I believe. But that's $120,000 today. That's if you had $3 million. Mm-hmm. In 30 years, say inflation averages 3%, that $120,000 is only $50,000 a month. Yeah, $50,000 a year. $50,000 a year. Yeah, a month would be okay. Yeah. I would take that. $50,000 a year. Yeah. And that's not including, if you have $3 million and that's all in a taxable account, that's not including taxes. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, I got like whenever I did this, it scared the shit out of me. I get that. Which then in turn led me to subscription. In turn led me to our challenge for February where we double. Mm -hmm. So our Chick-fil-A meal, I bought our Chick-fil-A meal. I doubled that. I counted yours, and I put that in there as something I'm going to invest. I have a tally right now. We're not in February yet. I started early because I just, you know. I got my book in, by the way. Um, You made a post, I think today. Maybe shared it on your Instagram stories about the... Roth IRA. The seven thousand dollar yeah. Roth IRA, which is like one hundred and fifty seven dollars a month. Am I making that number off the top of my head? Um, Take a look at it real fast. Just so I'm not seven thousand divided by twelve. 
would be 583 a month. No, it was a week. So what was the oh, week? Divided by 52. Oh, 7,000 divided by 52. Yeah, 134. Okay, 134. It was $134 a week. And you were, g- go to your post so you can tell me the exact number. Like, if you did it for 35 years, so say these people, say we got some lists, some young listeners, go ahead. 20, 25. So at 50, say you're 20 years old today and you can take $134 and just get ready. Don't even look at it anymore. A week for well, the next 35 yeah. years. So you're 55. How much are you going to have at 55? Assuming seven percent growth, it's, it says you'd have two forty-five based upon what. Once again, I shared this. No, no, you would have invested. Oh, and let's do uh, here. Let's do this. You said two hundred forty-five thousand. That's not uh, what that post said. Yeah, it said you would have invested two hundred forty-five. Yes, but how much would that? How much would you have made off? Oh, of that? it'd be worth about one million dollars and can withdraw about forty thousand dollars per year. Correct. AKA four percent rule. Yeah. So my point is though. Hundred and just hundred and forty thirty four dollars a week. Start at twenty years old for the next thirty five years. You're fifty five. That's just put that to the side. A, a, not even in any other retirement you're doing, and you already have an extra forty k a, a year at retirement. In a Roth, that's non taxable. Mm-hmm. So that is a real forty thousand. It's a real forty. Most of the people that I'm meeting with now, or some of my clients, it's they didn't have options for like a Roth necessarily, like a four hundred one k Roth or something. So it's mostly all pre-tax. So they have to take out withhold taxes out of that. So it's not even forty. But with inflation, to your point, that's like probably sixteen, seventeen thousand dollars a year extra. But it's still. Don't look at it, dude. It scares me though. You yeah. have to start. Yeah. And the sooner you can start, the better. Yes. That's the thing, and make I, it a habit. I know you, we're beating I, a dead horse here, but we've talked you have about to like, do it. You, we need people, and maybe some schools do it, but we need financial advisors going to teach classes in high schools. Because if you can beat that into a 16, 17, 8 year old brain where he's like the first job he's getting already throwing him or her already throwing that money away to the side instead of wasting it on unnecessary stuff. If you can already ingrain that in their minds, people are just going to be able to retire so much easier. Yeah. So, for instance, like. So I know I know somebody now that's um, obviously you're going to leave names out of this. Let's just say you had 10 million bucks. Good number. He did a great job saving. Maybe he sold a business or something. Nowadays, that's four hundred grand a year. So I'm picturing myself if I could live on four hundred thousand dollars a year, and I'm like, that's kind of the lifestyle that I want. So I need to start saving. Yeah, that's my point. Like that scared the shit out of me. Whenever I was thinking, I'm like, fifty fifty grand a year. You got to think though, at retirement, a lot of your bills are gone. House is paid for. Cars are. Paid I'm not for. talking about. But I don't listen. Fully, I get it. I fully confident I'm going to get to retirement and be like, okay, I've paid everything off. Um, you know, I can live comfortably with this. That's personally speaking, that's just not what I want, though. No, I get it. So, but some people are perfectly content with that. I 100% agree. Yeah. As a business owner, like I just want more and more and more Absolutely. and more. So that's a flaw as well. Yeah. But so I was thinking, I was but like, still, that's a lot of money you have to save, and you have if you're not starting young, it's it's almost impossible. Yeah, or you got to sell a business. Compound interest only works if you keep compounding it, which means you need to invest years into it. Yeah. It's the slow game, the slow long game. And I think people need. I, I think we just need to be in more young people's ears and pushing that that topic as much as possible. Yeah. So to live on 
so somebody had $10 million a day, like I just said, that's a pretty good freaking, I mean, you can do a lot of things with that. Like that's great. Yeah, absolutely. But my point is, is that in 30 years, you'd have to save almost, it's tw- over 24 million. Correct. That's what I mean. I got a lot of work to do. I'm not no, on you pace gotta for think, that. you got to think though, you're, the price of everything's going to go up. So your wages are going to go up. So you have to take that into consideration as well. Yeah. But I'm saying if you net, the stock market has averaged since it's existed about 10%. Yeah. Inflation has averaged about 3%. That's a 7% net return. Yeah. So you need to get that money working for you as soon as you can. Correct. For as long as you but can. But you have to also think that the the longer you go, the more money you will be making per year and the more money you will be able to invest per year at the same percentage. But we talked about that. If you're like if it's blind, hey, I'm taking 15% of my paycheck no matter how much I make and just putting it away you're also going to be investing more and more every single year on top of it. So exponentially, not only are you compounding that interest, you're also compounding higher uh, amounts of money going in. But if I'm being honest with you, to wrap this up from from my perspective, like I was looking, man, I might get a new driver this year. You know, like I need a new, like mine's like, mine's like three years old. It's, mm-hmm. That's a long time for me. I'm well aware. Got the f- number, the first stealth, I guess it's, Two, two to three years old, whatever. Um, I was like, dude, do I need a driver? Like, those are 700 bucks nowadays. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Or I could do our rule and put 700, buy a driver and put 700 bucks. I'd be willing to bet way more than that $700 that you have a new driver by the end of the Not year. getting one. Mark it down. Yeah, okay. I'm going to prove. How many putters are you going to buy? Zero. I'm selling them. Stop. I'm change man. No, you're not. Anyways, but you anybody know anybody who plays golf with you knows that you're literally full of crap right now. I'm cha- I'm. If changed. you want to talk about any other thing about how you're saving money, I'll buy into it. Golf, it, it ain't one. Can I just explain to you though? You're changed. My whole point of this is running this though makes me think differently. I get that. I'm not saying none of this is gonna happen. Yeah. I'm not buying a new driver. Yeah, you are. Unless it breaks. <laughs> AK snaps it over no, my knee just so no. I can get a new one. My point is, though, I I am just feel like I'm in this current state of mind where, like, man, I feel different where I'm like, dude. Yeah. It's like it makes me take the alternative into consideration. I've told you multiple times that, again, we talked about this. You keep people say, when I make more, I'll save more, right? It does not happen. Correct. So I keep. I know how much I'm I'm bringing in every month, and I know what bills that I have, and I know how much my bank account should grow by every month. And it's it, not it happening. Doesn't. No. And so, I need to do that self evaluation, go through my stuff, see where I need to be cutting back, because it's it doesn't matter if you're making thirty thousand a year or two point five million a year, you can always spend too much, and you can always do dumb things. So, I think this is important for everybody. Just every once in a while. Do a little check. What did you call it? Uh, self-audit. Just a self-audit to see where, how much nonsense money goes places. Like, for example, I mean, that's $4,000 a year that you're going to save that's just off subscription base. of that Roth we just talked about. Correct. Exactly. That's my point. Yeah. On stupid shit. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. And that's me. And I am... I get it. It's, Anal's like a well, you just don't think about like you're like hey, eleven bucks a month, no big deal. That's one hundred and thirty-two dollars a year. Yeah, that's one month. In all fairness, that's one month of that. The big part of that's eating out. 
No, I get I'm it. I'm not cutting that out. I'm just going to significantly reduce it. Yeah. And that's my estimate how much it costs. Yeah. Okay. Just yeah. to be fair. No, I get it. I get it. That's that's still big though. For yeah. sure. I like it. So that's all I got. It's a good deal. That's all I got for wealth. That was a good one. All right, we're gonna give a little um help tip of the week. So I think it's really important right now because we're in the we're in the, the thick of cold and flu season. I don't know about you, but I know. I mean, we're getting patients fall off every single week. Um, I think hospitals are saying that they're overran with um, cold and flu right now. Um, it's just, it's it's January in Illinois that this is what happens. Um, quick question for you. When's the last time you saw sunlight? Sunlight. Um. Obviously, sun comes through the clouds, but when's the last time you saw the sun? I'm trying to think, dude. I Correct. mean, this, these past few days have been, this past weeks have been. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we're supposed to, I've, according to the Weather Channel, I don't I don't think we have a partly cloudy, sunny day until Thursday of next week. Yeah, it, the weather is getting better. So it's like probably going to be like 11 to 12 straight days of zero sun. A, a, a big reason why people are sick this time of year. We're not. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's bad. That's not good. Yeah, so moral story, like we need to, it's hard to not be sick this time of year. We're cooped inside. Things spread. Things spread. Easier, right? Yeah, 100%. So it, not, not an expert it's just here, a time of the year that things are going to get a little bit more rampant. Vitamin so, D deficiency? What, let's talk about that. All right. Wait, does, I it, does know, a tanning bed count? I, I can't answer that, honestly. That's, no, I mean, honestly, I'm just curious. I'm genuinely curious. I don't know if the benefits outweigh the... Obviously, there are cons with the tanning bed. We, I think everybody that's listening to this is aware of that. But I was just—I honestly can't answer that question. I think it's—I yeah. don't—I don't—I don't know. Sweet a little I'll research to, for yeah, us. I might have to do some research. Update next so week. We talked about this. Um, I, I sent you a text the other day. Um, if we don't have a single listener, or we don't get out to a single person. We've invested a lot of time and money into this. And to some people, that might seem if we don't get a big following or something, it's a failure. The amount of research I do every single week to come in prepared on certain things, I'm learning. I've learned, I, I knew some things about fasting. I learned tremendously more about fasting. I knew a lot of things about the immune system. I've learned, I mean, I, I showed you my lit, like I, I went through like six hours of peer reviewed. Uh, articles. I listened to two Huberman podcasts that were over two hours. I listened to a bunch of Lane Norton. Like I'm learning this entire time. So I, again, I hope we get out and we we blow up and we do a really good job with this podcast. But at, at the end of the day, I th- it, it's going to be a learning experience for me. I've learned stuff about investing that I never knew about. You, I'm just putting things on the top of my mind that I never would have thought about. So I hope I hope we get out to people. But at the end of the day, this is this. I love this. This is fun for us. It's thing we can get to do together and and, and get to talk and uh, it's a fun outlet. Um, but I'm also learn. I'm gonna learn a bunch of stuff which I'm excited about. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Because a lot of the things that I'm gonna tell you right now, I guarantee it's gonna surprise you. And I um, like that. I already checked that box where I was like, I don't care. We're just gonna keep yeah. throwing them out there. I don't even care. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Let's hear it. Okay. So let me just ask you. I want to know what your opinion oh, is. Man. Give me a couple things that you think you can do to prevent being sick. Like throughout your year, what do you think are some things that you should do to 
to to equip your body to not be sick. So I think ill. Having a healthy immune system, but now I'm thinking how to get that healthy Correct. immune system. Bingo. I use. I'm just gonna take you through. I take vitamin multivitamins. Okay. I With t- what in them? Do you know? Uh, it's by Huberman's company that he sponsors. Okay. And they're, um, I don't know. They're really. You're good. gonna look into it after this, but go ahead. Yeah, I'm gonna look into it. So vitamin. No, C- when I tell you this, you're gonna you're uh, gonna you're gonna look into it. Vitamin C. Okay. Vitamin D three. Okay. I take fish oil. Okay. I don't know if there's any. Um, Besides a multi, like what else do you think you should do to be healthy as an individual? Exercise. Okay. Get sunlight. Okay. <laughs> Hydrate. Okay. Nutritious meals. Okay. I'm trying to go with all the, I'm trying to really blanket great. this yeah. thing here. You've been doing fantastic. Um, cut down on sugar. Cut down on the Alani New. <laughs> I don't really know if there's a. I'm really running that. out of things okay. here. <laughs> so let me tell you some things that are going to again, to, no matter if you are perfect. TRT. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> no matter if you are perfect, there's still a chance that you can you can get sick. Yeah. But just because you come in contact with the cold or flu virus doesn't mean that you are going to become sick with the cold or flu virus. If you have a fantastically working immune system probiotic i take a probiotic okay if you have a really well working immune system you can fight a lot of these viruses off okay so first of all the cold virus i think i think i heard could be wrong but i think there's over 150 different strains of the rhinovirus which is the common cold virus i think there's like around 50 to 100 different types of the influenza virus flu virus um so we talk about the reason they do, I'm going to back this up one step. The reason they do a flu vaccine every year is because they can predict to a greater extent what influenza virus is going to be most common in the area. Is it a strand? Strain, correct. Strain, Whereas strain. a rhinovirus, there's, that's why they don't have cold, cold vaccines because there's too many different strains. Wouldn't work. Now... That doesn't mean that if you get the flu virus or flu flu shot, flu vaccine, that you can't get the flu because you can come into contact with many other strains. It's just going to be the most common strain that they are giving the flu shot for that year. Me personally, I don't get the flu shot. I feel like my immune system works really well. Um, I I don't think it's necessary for me. Never, not once. I got it whenever Cam was born because they they pressured you. They did, but I I I I shut it down. See, I I got there was one vaccine, Tdap. That I had to get, that they really pushed. You probably got sure. it. Made your arms sore forever. Moral of the story is, I, I, I'm not advocating or at for or against it. My parents get it. I know a lot of people who get the flu vaccine. More power to you if if you think that's good for you. It's good. For, that, that's perfect. For me, I just don't do it. Now, let me go back into, again. No matter what you do, you can be perfect, but you can still get sick. Correct. Okay. Knew that. There are a couple things that you can do to. Try to support your immune system to the best of its ability. You did some good ones. Exercise. However, strenuous exercise can hurt. Chronically overtrained strenuous exercise can actually decrease your immune system function. So you can do both cardio and resistance, endurance and resistance training, both good for you. But overtraining 
can be a detriment to you. Adequate sleep. They recommend seven plus hours per night to boost your immune system. Not about that one. Yeah, nine to ten hours is actually recommended, which I've never gotten my entire life. Seven is extremely difficult for me to get these days. Correct. I'm hundred percent. I know. I'm, I'm about a six hour guy. Yeah. So that's, that's a big good. one, though. You need to be rested. You need to. Your body needs to be rested to to help that immune system. Um. Adequate protein protein intake. On that. Consuming fiber. I feel like that's vegetables. Yep. What are apples? Yeah. And then another good one um, is actually the use of sauna. Just did not know that one. But a different way than you probably would think. So you have to stress your body. So I think I got this from a Huberman podcast. Um, either Huberman Lane. Mo- I think 90% of this topic today is going to come from one of those two guys. Um. When you're in a sauna, you're going to increase your leukocyte level, which is your white blood cell count, which is going to prevent, protect the body from an infection, okay? But you have to actually stress your body. So you can't go into a sauna for five minutes and you got a good sweat and you come out. They recommend, I think Huberman recommended, three rounds of 15 minutes at 176 to 210 degrees Fahrenheit. Wait, three separate rounds? Three so separate for 45 with a two, minutes. With a two-minute break in between. Like this borderline unrealistic. And he said, if you are not creating stress, like your body has become heat resistant to that pretty much. Cause I don't, do you remember the one guy who was on Rogan who like does bicycling in with oven mitts in the sauna at like two, some unrealistic number? I don't think I listened to that one. Okay. So he, he does sauna every day at a high, high temperature with oven mitts for a long time. That person would have to do it even. At this a greater amount of time. <laughs> Point is, you have to stress your body with sauna. Do okay. I think you need 15 minutes, 45 minutes of a sauna every day? No. But if you did three rounds of five minutes at a high temperature to really stress okay. the body, I think it showed That's to, to, to help out with immune system function. Nobody that I know is doing three rounds of Nobody I know 15 either. Well, with, with oven mitts. Yeah, well, that's the Wait, what if there's count. mold in the sauna? Well, <laughs> I'm not going to get into that. Okay, so... Now we're going to... I can't with that Curveball. I know exactly what you're talking about. Now let me get into certain ways. So again, exercise, good nutrition, um, sauna, hydrate, a lot of things that everyone knows they should be doing. Weight loss, the the leaner the body mass, the better the body's going to function. Okay? So here's some things to treat once you get a cold and flu virus that you can treat a cold and flu virus with. You said you take more of the vitamins, like vitamin C. There is some evidence. This is going to blow your mind. I think I've already heard about this. There is some evidence that 6 to 8 grams per day, which is 6,000 to 8,000 milligrams per day, which is a lot of vitamin C, can possibly decrease the duration of a cold. But most research shows absolutely Zero help with treatment of a cold. You know what? I've heard this because, uh, you know, the emergency, like, button, yeah. And it's like, oh man, I feel better because I've taken this placebo, probably. No, no, no I'm going to get into that. Yes. So I did hear about that. But yeah. I will say, a lot of the vitamin C pills I feel like I get, I want to say, are like 5,000 to 10,000 milligrams. Yeah. Milligrams, mm-hmm. which would potentially. But. Most research shows zero effect. I got you. I got okay. you. I was just saying. 
vitamin D, which again, all of these things to really check, you need, especially vitamin D, you need to get blood work. Vitamin D, we're looking at that IU. Yes. International units. I got to look mine up. So a deficiency in vitamin D can actually cause a decrease in your immune system function. Okay. But there is no real research showing that taking large amounts of vitamin D will help decrease or aid in the symptoms of a cold or flu virus. So vitamin D does not help. Well, that's a double-edged sword. If you're low, it will decrease your immune system function. So you need to be taking it. If Again, you have to get your blood work. So if a doctor thinks that you are low, you need to be taking it to get it a normal level so your immune system is functioning correctly. Gotcha. However, if you get a cold or flu, taking increases amount of vitamin D shows no efficacy in helping with the symptoms of a cold or flu. Is virus. this a human-controlled trial? Oh, yeah. Every single one of these. These are from Huberman and Leighton Orton. You know they are. Last one. Damn. I got two more. I'm kind of pissed about that. Have you heard of echinacea? Echinacea. I can mm-hmm. honestly... I feel like... That it's shocks big, me that I have not heard of it's that. It's a big one in treating cold and flu. It's shown to decrease your immune system function. People pump it to, hey, you what need to take this. Echinacea. You need to take it to, to, to help out with your cold and flu viruses. It shows to decrease your immune system function. It does the exact opposite. I got one. Elderberry. Didn't look into it. I've heard elderberry. Yeah. Probably do some research on it. The last you one I'm going to... Th- two follow-ups. Go the ahead. reason I'm going to... I said the earlier to your to your emergency is I believe I looked at one of the vitamin C packs that I have at the house and it has zinc in it. And I believe Ooh. emergency has it as well. Okay. And if you take 100 milligrams or more, which can cause gastric distress if you don't take it with a meal, so make sure we're eating it on a full taking it on a full stomach. If you're taking 100 milligrams or more, it is shown in human trials to show a three times faster recovery rate for a cold virus. Zinc. I don't feel like, how is that not marketed? It is. I, I think like a lot of the companies will will, th- will market zinc quite a bit. But in a lot of the vitamin C packs you get will have zinc in them. The one that I had, and I don't, it was an emergency, it was a different vitamin C, had like a 75 milligrams of zinc in, which um, according to Huberman isn't enough. It needs to be the 100 milligrams or more mark. Really? But that blew my mind. 100 milligrams a day or more per day shows a three times faster recovery rate in the cold virus. So I pump vitamin C like crazy. I've all, we've been told to take vitamin C for colds and flus forever. So I need to buy zinc. I need to buy zinc. What about magnesium? Did you do anything on that? I don't know if magnesium would help with cold or flu. That there's might, another thing about there's like, like 14 different types of magnesium things. that yeah. we need to cover. Mm-hmm. It's another topic. But yeah, so again, I, don't get me wrong. I don't think these vitamins are unimportant. They're just not helping with the treatment of the cold or flu virus. So so once you get, if, first of all, to prevent as much as you can, exercise, good nutrition, protein intake, sleep, water, hydration, sauna can help. Once you get it, Vitamin or vitamin D, vitamin C, pretty much useless. Take zinc. Again, consult with your medical provider. This is the research that I have done. So, I have been taking ZMA. You familiar with that? No. You're not familiar with ZMA? Not off the top of my head. It's got zinc and magnesium. ZMA. Uh, The zinc content in that is 30 milligrams in mine. Nothing. 
Useless. Well, you said 100. We're getting there. I'm building up. Multivitamin has 15. We're at 45 now. Mm-hmm. It's not enough. No. If I'm sick. If you're sick. It is to help treat sickness. The other things help. Again, vitamin D, adequate levels are going to help with your immune system. This is good stuff. But once you get it, it doesn't help with treatment. That's the, that's the big thing I'm trying to get across. I'm not saying don't take vitamin C, don't take vitamin D. I'm saying once you're sick, taking excess amounts of those are not doing you any good. Study Research shows that zinc is far more effective. There was one thing I was going to add. Oh, here it is. So I've heard this, like whenever you get sick, have you heard of the wellness formula? Mm-mm. It's uh, by like Source Naturals. I bought it. And you're supposed to take it at the first time whenever you first yep. start getting sick. And I'm assuming it's a bunch of this crap we're talking about. So I'm curious. Zinc, 23 milligrams. Yeah. I'm pissed. Mm-hmm. Waste a lot of money on that. I know. I was blown away at the actual research because, I again. That's crazy. Yeah. A lot of the products that I had at home do have zinc in them, Just but not. not over 100 milligrams. Okay. So I'm going to start buying some zinc tablets. Is that your... Uh, That's it. Well, I use... So for full disclaimer, I use Momentus, which is sponsored by Huberman. That's where I buy, eat, get my supplements. They're a little bit more costly, but... Does it have, super have nutrition facts on there? Yeah. 15 milligrams of zinc. He's the one pushing zinc. Let's do it on his podcast. Yeah, but I, I'm assuming there's a reason that you shouldn't be taking that much zinc all the time. That's probably for that's a multivitamin. Yeah, just a zinc. daily. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, he was pumping zinc once you're sick. Yeah. yeah, that's probably perfect to keep in system. Yeah. Again, consult with your clinician. All right, I'm gonna have to buy some zinc. Let's change it up. Last thing, main topic. It's gonna surprise you, but we're that deep. That was good, dude. I'm still on still on the health thing. Hey, it's gonna surprise you. We're deep. I know. I I, I looked. <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, this doesn't have to be that long either. No, it is the main topic. No. That doesn't mean yeah, we got some good. These stuff. are kind of all yeah, main all topics. main topics. Um, we're gonna talk about business struggles. Yeah, I mean, we're both business owners. Um, Slash. this isn't going to relate perfectly to everyone, but I think a lot of the things we're gonna talk about are gonna relate to everybody but really hit home with anybody who has started, um, currently owns, or wanting to start a business. Yeah, and it, and we're in two different businesses, two different industries, mm-hmm. so it's going to be a little bit different for each of us, I feel like. Yeah. Um, I I feel like my biggest struggle so far, I'm going to go, I have a few things that I've, I've uh, wrote down here, but um, I want to help, I truly want to help as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. And early on in my career, I was like, I'll, I'll help anybody that wants to, you know, that wants help, basically. And even, heck, even if you don't want help, I'll help you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll force it. Yeah, I'll force you. Yeah. Um, but whenever you, like, go out on your own and you start actually running and operating a business, you realize that that's quickly not possible. 1,000%. Um, because as a professional, which you are, there is expenses involved. There are, you got to look at how many people you can serve. Time restraints. And what the profit margin is on those, like how much you want to make, how much you want to give. Like there's a, there's a lot of things that are involved in that. And I've recently come up on this place in my business where I'm like, I'm having a hard time figuring this out. I really am. I feel like it's a struggle for me. Well, because I got into this to help people. 
That's what I want to do. I want to help as many people financially as I can. And I realized that hopefully through this podcast. I agree. That's what I was just going to say. Um, it's not possible to do that through my business right now. It's just not. To even even on a large scale to to scale, which is another another part of my business struggles. Um, even if you hired many people, you, it's like the amount of people that actually need financial help, and the amount of money they would have to pay you. It just doesn't make sense for even the individual that needs help. Correct. So, I feel like that's my personal biggest struggle, because I am afraid. I get super passionate about this. I'm afraid of people getting ripped off. Listen. I fucking hate it when somebody gets ripped off. I think this podcast can can bridge that gap a little bit for yeah. you, though. Because, again, you have to have... Just you're at a point where you need an ideal client because otherwise it's not worth your time and energy. And, it's, for, and it may not be worth it for them. Also correct. That's yeah. for both the parties involved. But this is a lot of things we can push out and teach people so then maybe they can get themselves to a place where they maybe are an ideal client one day. Correct. Yeah. And as you can tell, you just got me a little, little fired up there. But um, I just hate when people get taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. I hate when people need help and then they get ripped off by somebody. And I want to do everything I can in my power for that to not happen. Yeah. So then I'm like, all right. But you're only I'll, one person. I'll help you. Yeah, I'm only one person. All right, I'll help you. All right, I'll help you. All right, I'll help you. And now I'm like, all right, I'll help you for free. All right, I'll help you for free. And now I'm like, well, that's not helping much either. I'm helping them, but it's hurting me. Yeah. So I, I got to like balance this and figure out kind of what I want to, where I want to go. Yeah. Which is, is kind of naturally happened, honestly. It's just like, unfortunately. You should have to make some tough decisions though. It, I have some upcoming tough decisions that I think are best for people as well. But yeah. Another problem that we've talked about that, um, it's an issue for me, but it's a, it's a, it's, it's going to be an issue for everybody forever. Um, it's a big issue for you right now is because you don't have it yet. It's staff. Yeah. After you hire the first one, it gets a little bit easier, but that first one's a tough hire. Yeah. And I'm a control freak. Mm-hmm. I like things done. Perfect. I'm not perfect, but you know, you know what I'm saying? Like my version of it. So I've, is there anything you want to add for I? That's a, that's a that's a deep topic for me. No, I I agree. I have a. You've done a great job. I have a phenomenal staff. Yes, of, I, of hiring I mean, staff. Yeah, and I've been lucky. I have unbelievable employees, and we've talked about this on a last podcast. They don't work for me; they work with me, and I think that's important. Um, now, I'm. <laughs> I try to stay in my lane as much as possible. I've tried to hire people. And I've done a phenomenal job at it. I'm going to pat myself on the back. I have great staff. I have put people in place who are better at what they do than I am. That's what you want as a business owner. Yeah. I still micromanage from time to time. And I've tried, I've gotten a lot better over the years. Um, the girls will all tell you that like they, they give me crap all day, every day, but I've gotten better. Um, but I, I try to stay in my lane but you have to be confident with who you hire and their abilities. I've been, again, I'm going to beat this, beat it to death. Unbelievably fortunate with, with my office staff. They're phenomenal. I have four phenomenal 
humans. I have Dr. Beth, um, Tommy, who runs every aspect of the place, Jess, who runs every aspect of patient flow around my office, and Morgan, who runs the front desk flawlessly, and they just do, they work well together. They do a, they run that office. I show up, and I, I get to treat patients, and that's what I wanted to do. They do everything behind the scenes, which is awesome. Yeah. But I've went, I've had three staff members who have left over the years. Um, I think we should do an entire podcast on Sue, my original hire. Um, I think we should have her in. She'd be an awesome guest. I don't know how well that would go. Um, and I had two phenomenal uh, other, uh, actually I had three more um, that did a great job for me. They just moved on to different things. Um, right now we just have a solid, solid core. And it, it is a tough thing to hire, hire people. It is. Um, but in order to grow, which you're learning, you have to. Yeah, I, I think... At least in my business. Yeah, I think... So there's... Nowadays, like, there's so many different ways to do things. And I've reached out to many advisors that... I mean, from where I came from, they had staff. Mm -hmm. They had other advisors. They had compliance. They had all this. In my business, it's much more difficult. Um, number one, technology in my industry has gotten so much better, every industry. But where I can hire stuff out where it's virtual to complete a which lot Which is of, nice. Which is super nice if I want to. Um, You're more of a product sale business, more of a service. I'm yeah. more of a service. Not that you're not a service, but you don't have to be... Like, I can't adjust you from my computer. Yeah. You can do everything virtually. Yeah. So it's a little bit different. That's my point. Yeah. And it just depends on what, where I want it to go, I guess. But, like, I can't just hire somebody for 15, 20 bucks an hour to come in here part-time. It doesn't work like that. Like, you have to get – I have a – I'm managing people's money. Like, there, are, I have every piece of information financially. There could be trades being placed. There could be – there's all these regulations. There's, like, you have to get a – there's a lot. It's like a detailed thing to just hire somebody, and that just deters me right off the bat. Whenever I can click a couple buttons, go somewhere, and they can basically do it. They already have all that done. Yeah. And they're already vetted. And they already have experience with my planning software and stuff like that. So it's like, so I'm kind of figuring out what I want to do. Um, it, but it would be, correct me if I'm wrong, it would be nice to be able to find someone you trusted who did a really phenomenal job who you could leave a lot of work to. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's just, once again, it comes down to how efficient I can be, how busy I am. Um because I don't think, I don't know. Are you capped? No, no, I'm definitely not capped. Without staff? No, definitely not. Um, I've just hit that point in my business where like I'm extremely busy now, honestly. Let me rephrase that. Can you be capped without staff? Oh, for sure. Okay. But it's much more than me. I just got to improve my efficiencies. I know what those are. I'm working on those. Um, I don't know. It's a it's a ever changing landscape. I feel like for in my industry right now. Mm -hmm. So like if I hired somebody in person in a perfect world, I would have an administrative person. Probably a different office because this space is not big enough. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean this would be our podcast studio anyway. Yeah, but I, yeah, <laughs> but I'm saying is there's a lot of changes that would have to happen. Correct, I get that. And then I'm weighing those out. The cost. It's a big step. It, right now, it's not hindering my growth at all. Like hiring a man is going to be. Or, Admin is going to be, it's not, I just put extra hours in doing it. just it. makes your job easier. 
Yes. That's all it does. I'm losing money. Correct. Just makes your life it's easier. Not, Is not, it worth it? Not now. No. But maybe in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I will say, to add on to that, my ultimate goal at some point is to have, hopefully, my kids get involved in my business. Yeah. That's kind of always been like my, man, that'd be a dream scenario mm-hmm. as advisors. So, um, obviously, I'd have to have a bigger office for that. Yeah. My oldest is 12. So. Empire. The Earth is an empire. The Earth is an empire. Ooh, I like, I like that. that. Have you struggled this... <laughs> Any patients of mine who have been patients with me for a long time will get a kick out of this. Have you struggled with um, hours in your field? Yes. Um, whenever I initially started, I kind of left like the whole, I use a scheduling software now. Mm-hmm. So I basically block off anything I want. I block off. Nobody can schedule in. Yeah. Um, but whenever I first started, it was kind of like, hey, let's have at it. Yeah. And now I'm like, okay, we're going to have to bring this in a little yeah. bit here. So now I send that out and put a disclosure and say, hey, if these times do not work, please let me know and I'll do my best to accommodate you. Yeah. Basically. That's good. But yes. But I, you have what? Hour long, two hour long meetings initially? <sighs> Man, I hope not two hours. I have had some long meetings, but I try to always keep it underneath an hour if I can. Yeah. And I always, if I have the time, I always let the person I'm in front of kind of guide it. But around 45 minutes, I'll start to kind of close her down. And um, it's hard to retain if anything If you stay on topic... It's you don't need that long of a time. It's hard. Well, you want to be personable. You want to talk about how their life's going. You want to talk about any life updates. Mm-hmm. You want to get an update on their financial plan. You want to talk about their investments. You want to talk about any potential planning changes we're going to do going forward. Potentially get their tax returns. Scan yeah. their tax returns. So it's like I'm doing a lot in one meeting. So there's a lot of different, you yeah. know, it's not just like one thing. And, um, you know, so I try to accomplish that as best I can. Absolutely. I don't ever want to be the guy that's just like, all right, you're in here. How are you doing? Good, good. All right, let's get down uh, to it. No, for sure. So, yeah. Well, you're not going to retain people that way. Yeah. Hours have sh- have been a struggle for me in my business, and a lot of service-based businesses will, will agree with me here. We get crap from our friends all the time. Well, you own your own business. You can work whenever you want. Not how this works. This should be a whole topic. Yeah. <laughs> I have to work when people can come into my office. Yeah. If it was up to me, I would work five to noon every day. I'm an early riser, no problem. Done in the end, and I can do anything and everything the rest of the day. Patients, that doesn't work for them. My biggest volume is before work and after work. Now, COVID has changed a lot where people are working from home, and I get a lot of people throughout the middle of the day now. But the majority, 50% of my patients come between 3 and 6. I don't want to work till 6 p.m., Yeah, but I have to. Those have, My hours have changed multiple times over my seven years of owning the practice because I'm trying to maximize my time but also be available as much as I can during those peak hours. We've changed quite a bit over the over the last seven years, and I think we're in a good spot now. But there's still times like I can't go to certain things that I want to go to because I'm at work. And I can't just not be there because those are the times where I have to be there to see patients. So hours have been a struggle for me. Uh, massage therapists, people who do hair, barbers, hairdressers, um, 
those service type industries are always going to have to work when people are off work because people aren't going to take off work to go get their hair cut for the most part. Now, some women, I, I get that your hair is like they, they schedule two, three hour treatments and they, they don't, they only go once or twice, a couple times a year. So maybe they take off work yeah. for that. But like a normal haircut, I'm not taking off work to get my haircut. I schedule my haircuts on the time that I'm off. The majority of men will do the same thing. The majority of people won't schedule a massage during their work hours and take off for a massage. I have to see some people at the beginning of a treatment plan two, three times a week for a couple weeks. They can't afford to keep taking off work every single day at two o'clock just because I don't want to work past three. Yeah. I have to be open when they're when they're available. So being in a service type industry like I am, my hours, I don't love them, but they work the best for for my patients and myself to this point. Yeah, I feel like so I, I would say I'm definitely in a service base. Like I don't I don't sell any products. Correct. But I feel like that's where our industries are different. You are a lot more of this. I have a lot less people and potentially older where they have more time mm-hmm. or retired. And so I, number one, like scheduling them is a lot different for me. It's not yeah. that hard to be honest with you. But you're also seeing, okay, for example, say I'm a client. How many times am I talking to you a month? That can, it varies per client. I mean, if there's a lot of stuff going on, the onboarding process can be pretty frequent, but it's usually through email or phone. Yeah. Um, after we agree, have that initial ha- thing, have the initial agreement. Yeah. So you're not having to have people come in 10, 15 times a year. No, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like two to four, barring any type of life mm-hmm. changes to some yeah. degree or something. Yeah. Because a lot of this can all be accomplished via Zoom, via phone, correct, via, via whatever. Yeah. Um, email, which is big in the medical community now, because yeah. we can do it. You, there's a lot of those online docs who can teledoc. Or yeah, but I can't adjust you over the phone. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. Yeah, so I, I, I would say scheduling is pretty easy. I actually try to leave my calendar open a little bit later, even though I usually pick up my kid. But like yesterday, I had a call at three thirty, so I just went home, went downstairs. I take my work computer travels with me everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. So vacation, our golf trip, I had my work computer. Some people might say that's an issue, but like, like I take pride in service and business yeah. and, um, you know, that's, that that's should be a different topic, but as far as what business owners do, because, you know, I wake up frequently, usually in the middle of the night with anxiety. Yeah, I get that. So what about outside commitments that you've had to make? to grow your business? Like what? Like how much stuff do you have to do in the community? Different things that you're a part of. I don't do nearly as much as you. Um, I really haven't had to do a lot, to be honest with you, I don't think, unless I'm forgetting anything. Um, You're on every board that's possible. Yeah. Um, But once again, I think that is back to our business model. I think being out and being recognized is good. I'm always, what, oh, I'm always out with uh, kids um, representing. You have to be recognizable in the community, though. Yeah. In any small business. Yeah. I don't feel like you can just start a business in a small community 
without people knowing who you are, respecting you, liking you, I don't think it can be done. I would agree. So the amount of time that I've spent growing my business from outside those walls is unbelievable. Yeah, I, I just, I do think, once again, this is, it's more important probably for you than me. Like, I obviously, I want to be out and talking to people and meet people seeing me around and supporting things and donating to whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I just feel like it's a little bit different for me. I just have to have a such, I mean, for example, I, I don't know if you can tell me this number off the top of my head. Do you know how many clients you currently have ballpark? Or how many you've worked with since you've been here? Oh, gosh. I don't know. There's been a few that have I've... Are we talking 50, 100, 200, 1,000? Oh, no, no, 1,000? Wouldn't I wouldn't have enough time to do this podcast. Well, so what's give me a number. Uh, Ballpark me. I'd say like 50 to 75 okay. is probably give so or take. I saw 75 patients yesterday. Yeah, that's my point. So I have to get like over 3,000 patients have walked through my door. Yeah. I have to, in or, you're, what you said at the beginning, I'm getting all over the place, was you want to help as many people as you can. The only way I can help people is for them to be in my office. Yeah. So I have to see a lot of people. I have to get my face out to a lot of places for people to know who I am and have that respect of what I can do to help as many people as I can. Yeah, yours is much more yes. volume based than mine. Correct. So. So it's a different type of struggle, but to the same extent, like you have to earn people's respect in your line of business, probably as much, if not more so, than I do. Yeah, because I'm dealing with all the money they've ever saved, mm-hmm. and I think, um, I I'm I haven't bought into the like I do zooms with current clients. And I'm open to do them with, you know, prospective clients. But there's I, something about that face to face. I am an in-person guy. Mm-hmm. I feel like I earn trust. Um, I feel like you can get a good gauge on somebody, especially if you're going to be trusting them with your life savings and mm-hmm. trust them to get you through retirement. Depends on how you shake my hand if I'm giving you my money. Yeah, but you know, you shake, you get, shake your hand, look them in the eye. Yeah. But I just feel like you can tell a lot, and I am. I know that everybody's saying, oh, like in my world, they're like, oh, the financial industry is going to change. You can work with an advisor anywhere. I'm like, to me, I'm like, yes, you can. You can. But there's nothing like sitting down, having a, having a glass of water, a cup of coffee, and talking with somebody, in yeah, my opinion. It's just, it's not replaceable. I agree, 100%. So the problem is, I don't think people our age, We'll lose value in that, but I do think the younger generation will lose value in that. I I mean I agree, but I think I just think it's a lot easier to like have such a fractured relationship. Like if you're, I agree. You know, like I hope my clients will say, "Man, I know AJ. I know his family. I know what he 1, believes in. I know he's doing the best for me." And I think that is super important. And if I could get a message across to any current business owner or anybody who wants to start a business, it's get to know the people who who are your clients yeah who are coming in who are paying you money there is not a people will find me kind of annoying in the office because i know a lot about everybody who walks in that door i don't just know about your back or neck pain your headaches or 
your sprained ankle or whatever I'm treating you for. I know what your husband's name is, what <laughs> sports your kids are playing, what you got going on that weekend. You know that I have two girls. You know what I'm into. Like, I like to form a relationship with everybody who walks in my door. And I, I think you do the same. I think that's what 100%. you're trying to get across here. And I think any piece of information that I could give anybody who's trying to start a business or grow a business is, I mean, this is key. You have to, you have to be actually legitimately interested in the other person or else you're not doing a good job. 1000%. And like, for instance, I just had a, one of my clients asked me to donate something for their charity. I said, yes, it was bottles of bourbon. I had a lot of those. They came to my house and picked them up mm-hmm. and it's like a normal transact. It was like a normal thing. We sat and talked for like five minutes outside. Yep. That's what I want. Absolutely. Like I am a normal human. I'm not like you're more than welcome to do, you know what I mean? Like that, that relationship I have was that's, that's what I want. Yes. Yeah, I agree. With every, everybody like, yeah, you have a problem. You can come to my house yeah. talk to me. It's not a big deal. Yeah. So I wholeheartedly agree. Um, what's your take on, this is probably, this isn't my biggest struggle within the business. Biggest struggle within the business was to grow systems, put systems in place to f- to allow my office to work more efficiently. I think the more systems you have in place, the better everything is going to flow, the less day-to-day nonsense that you have to deal with, the less fires that you have to put out. And it's taken me, and we're still growing. I don't have everything figured out. Seven years, I feel like my office runs really well. It's a well-old machine. From the time you walk in to after 10, 12 visits, like, Every single aspect of what happens in my office is detailed. My biggest issue now, I guess not now because I could care less, but, and you said this earlier that we could have an entire conversation about it, is the amount of people who think that owning a business is this easy thing where we don't work that much. I'm, you're only seeing patients 29 hours a week. That must be nice. Um, you must make so much money. Uh, all this nonsense. And I just wish I could sit people down and explain to them that that's not a reality. It's not even close. No. Like, yeah, I see patients for 20 hours a week, but 29, but there's not a single hour in the day that I'm not thinking about or working on something in in that business and I also don't maybe not so much in your case yet but the amount of overhead that comes with owning a business especially one where you have staff staff, and you have a I have a building I have rent I have a furnace that goes out I have different thing materials that I have to buy every week power Cable, syst- like software systems. It, this isn't some easy. Uh, why you were like the easiest way that I can think to explain this is um, a couple ways. The first thing that popped in my head was, you know, like whenever you're getting out for summer, like I remember getting out of school for summer and you're like, screw it, I'm out. That is how I felt like whenever I was a regular employee. Like, oh, my day's over. Yes. I have zero to think about. 
I don't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. Perfect analogy. That never has stopped since I've owned my own business. There's never been a summer break Mm-mm. where I can say, screw it. No. You know, like, I, it's every day, every second, I am concerned about my business. And that is definitely unhealthy. I think Todd Locks may have said this, but you have this, we both have established businesses, so is, does he. There's always a thought in the back of your mind, I think he called it an imposter syndrome, where 1, it could be gone tomorrow. Yeah. Now, is that a reality? I don't know. Probably not. But I work every single day as if there is a, it might be gone tomorrow. And I don't think, if think if you don't have that attitude, you're not doing your business justice. Yeah. Like, so it never stops, is to your point. Which has led me to bad sleep problems. I mean, uh, yeah. to be honest with you. So I've, and I recognize that. I'm like, hey, I have to do something to alleviate this, whether it's write more stuff down or, or have better systems in place, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. But the bottom line is, is like, I know that my name is on the line mm-hmm. and I'm trying to back up whatever I say and provide a certain level of uh, service. And like, to me, that that, carry, that carries a lot of weight with me, yeah. like an unhealthy amount of weight. I guarantee there's been times at midnight that you're taking notes on your phone. Yeah, I wake up, I'll take notes, I use Evernote. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it's just, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. It's just like, it's like you're in school for the rest of your life. <laughs> 1,000%. Like, and I don't get me wrong, I enjoy yeah. the hell out of it. I do. I love it. I don't. I wouldn't change it for the I, world. I, I, I'm not an em- I'm not an employee. I I couldn't be an employee. Yeah. I have too pro- probably too much of a control issue. Um and it is hard to be a business owner, but it is unbelievably rewarding at the same time. It's both and it's not I think everybody's like, "Oh, it's, you're a business owner. You're just going to yeah, but you're making a lot of money working little hours." I'm like mm-hmm. If you only you, knew. Yeah. That shows me that you're definitely have never ran a business before. Yeah. You see those those memes like uh, you see the iceberg of what it looks like, but what it really looks like, the huge amount of iceberg that's under the water that yeah. you can't see, that's the definition of owning a business. Yeah. What I love to do is the financial planning part mean, meeting with people. That is 10, 15% of what I actually do. Mm-hmm. That is the sad part. Yeah. Once again, I know I can hire people to alleviate that. Once again, that comes with more cost. Like there is a, there's a trade-off for everything you do if you own your own business. Bingo. And... To me, it just never ends. I'm like, yeah. so you're trying to figure out, you're trying to figure out your way, and I, I try to reach out to as many people as I can. But you have to, and you have to work with other business owners, like-minded people, um, to just see what works best for you. Yeah. We are deep. Yeah. Apologize for the length. I said we were on great time earlier, and we are not now. We got on some good topics today. I enjoyed yeah. it. But it's all authentic conversation, mm-hmm. which is probably why it's going long. Yeah. Which, I, whatever. Yeah. If you don't want to listen, don't listen. But, but if you, but if you do want to listen, keep listening. <laughs> yeah. Well. Dude, we've had, we we literally, we were we had a chance of Lane Norton supporting us until you shut down his carbon app today. First Form's never <laughs> supporting us because I don't I don't know why. I think you said something dumb about sucks. them. Their protein's fantastic. I disagree wholeheartedly. They're, you said their energy drinks suck. Yeah, they do. Um, hey, what's your boyfriend's name in the fitness industry? Jim Stavani. Jim Stavani. He's got great products. He probably does, but I can't stand him just because you like him so much. 
He's probably great. <laughs> and if you sponsored us, Jim, that's Warriors things. Um, who else have we pissed off in this podcast so far? I think Huberman is the only person that we haven't talked crap on. I've t- first off, I've talked way more good on Leighton Norton than bad. Oh, absolutely. I just said his protein and his. You said his protein was trash, and you said his carbon app does not scan taste, your products. Taste. Yeah, and he says carbon app does not track your products. Scan yeah, your products. And he would them. probably tell me to manually enter it, and I would never have to do it again. I'm aware of that, but I don't want to keep doing it, so I'm not <laughs> going to do that. Sorry. Lane, put some more products. He's probably crappy products that he doesn't want you eating. His his protein's actually probably so pure and good that it's actually it doesn't mix well. Like, yeah. fluffs up. Yeah. Is that, would that what be, it would is. Would that be an isolate? I don't. Don't, don't ask me those questions. I'm uh, literally... Yeah. Mentally drained at this point in time. Yeah, I'm tired. I'm dozing off. We got basketball tonight. Basketball. Go Eagles. Uh, While I was in this podcast, apparently my phone's blowing up. I have to figure out why, but. It is what it is. I think we're done. That's it. This is episode five. Five. Peace out. Thank you for listening. As always, the shared information is intended for general purposes only and is not a substitute for professional medical or financial advice. Please consult with a qualified professional for any questions you may have.